Welcome to Lighthouse Center's podcast. We are a growing church community in Bacoor. We hope this service inspires you to have a passion for God and compassion for people. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, church. Yeah. Uh, good evening naman po sa mga nanonood ng gabi. Ang gabi tayo nanonood right now. And um, it's the first week that, uh, again, we were back to uh, GCQ. And... Um, We don't know what will happen, but again, we trust God with whatever may come. Amen. And I hope po that you are all well in your homes. Okay po tayong lahat sa mga tahanan natin at um, nararamdaman natin ang pagsama ng Panginoon sa atin. Sama-sama po tayong manalangin para sa ikabubuti pa ng lahat. Sige po, let's... Uh, are you excited for God's Word this morning? And I hope po that we are excited for God's Word this morning because it will be coming. from uh, siguro po for the past months or weeks is that uh, we are not actually getting something from the Old Testament. And today we will be studying an Old Testament text. Let's open our Bibles in, jo- in Jeremiah. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 4 to 14. Uh, this passage includes yung pinakasikat, isa sa pinakasikat na verses that we are actually uh, have, that we actually have. And it is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Alam niyo po yung verse na yun? And sige po, basahin natin tong buong passage ng Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 4 to 5. It says, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says, To all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Okay lang po kayo? Masyado tayong maaga, ang bilis natin. <laughs> sige po, tuloy natin yung pagbasa. Sabi niya doon, Build houses in verse 5 and settle down. Plant gardens, plant gardens and eat what they produce. In verse 6, marry and have sons and daughters. Find your wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. In verse 7, also seeking, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prosper, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. In verse 9, they are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. In verse 10, this is what the Lord says, When I... When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. In verse 11, sa ulo to ng marami sa atin, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. In verse 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. In verse 14, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord. And will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. That's Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 4 to 14. Let's close our eyes. God, we thank you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us in this place. Many things are bothering us right now, Jesus. Many things, Lord, might be uh, nakoconfuse kami sa maraming bagay, Panginoon. 
uh, we are frustrated, troubled, Panginoon, worried, and hindi rin namin alam kung ano yung susunod dito, pero hayaan niyo Panginoon, na ang puso namin ay matahimik sa mga oras na to, makinig, Panginoon, sa sasabihin niyo, baguhin, Panginoon, kung anuman yung gusto niyo Panginoon, na baguhin sa buhay namin. Umaasa kami sa inyo ngayong umaga, inaanyayahan namin, Panginoon, ang Santong Spirito mo na kumilos, at magbigay ng buhay sa amin. Napahabutin niyo, Lord. Tawagin mo kami muli ngayong umaga. Makita namin, Lord, ang lalim ng pag-ibig mo, ang yaman, Panginoon, ng salita niyo. Salamat, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So, we have Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 4 to 14 in our passage. And I will give you a background of it kasi alam niyo naman po, pag Old Testament, kailangan natin malaman kung saan nakaposisyon itong mga sinabi na to dito. sa Old Testament. And um, there, alam po natin yung kwento, di ba, na si Moses, pinalaya ang mga Israelita, Diyos ang nagpalaya sa pamagitan ni Moses, sa Egypto, sa Egypt. And now they have established their kingdom. That's the kingdom of Israel. At nakita natin, when David died, when King David died, nahati silang dalawa. There was a southern and a northern kingdom. The northern kingdom is named to be Israel. And the southern kingdom is Judah. Gabi po, di ba, makikita natin, nagkaroon pa pala talaga ng civil civil war pagdating yung mga panahon na yun. Uso na. Alam niyo po yun. So, there was that. Nagkaroon ng, uh, hindi tinanggap ng ilan yung, yung pamumuno ni Solomon. At hindi kasi pinansin masado ni Solomon eh. Hindi niya pinagfokusan ng development ang northern kingdom. So, ngayon, humiwalay sila At nag-establish sila ng sarili. Ito yung Israel. At tinatawag yun, uh, the majority of the tribes are there. Pero kasi ang sentro ay nasa, ang sentro ay nasa Southern Kingdom. And that is the established kingdom, Jerusalem. At yun, tribe of Judah yun. So there was Judah and there was Israel. Northern Israel was called to be the, Northern Kingdom is called to be the Israel and the Southern Kingdom is called to be Judah. Ngayon, from there, alam nyo, uh, namuhay naman sila ng ilang panahon ng ganun yung sistema. Hindi rin natin masasabi that they are faithful to God during that time because there were many leaders at papalit-palit din sila ng Diyos pagdating doon. At alam nyo po, um, pagdating sa faithfulness kay Lord, might it be the southern or the northern, pareho kang may, ma- may masasabi sa kanilang dalawa. They weren't so faithful to the Lord. And... When it came to 734 BC, 734 BC, um, medyo history, no? Yung pinag-uusapan natin. At sinalaki ngayon ng Assyrians ang Northern Kingdom, the Israel. At nanalo sila. Nakuha ng Assyria ang Israel, ang, ang Northern Kingdom. While the Southern Kingdom remained, but at 586 BC, yung pinakamalaking pananakop na yung nangyari. At natalo rin yung Assyria during that time at yung Israel during that time, natalo silang dalawa over the Babylonian Empire. So ngayon, Babylon na yung nagre-reign over all of the Israel. Naunang nawala ang Israel, yung Northern Kingdom. Napunta sila sa Assyria. Ngayon, may Assyria na, tapos may Judah. Ngayon, yung Judah, nasakop sila ng Babylon at the same time, Uh, natalo rin ng Babylon ang Assyria. And for the rest, even Egypt is natalo ng Babylon. So they were the strongest empire during that time. Although nagkaroon pa ng medyo safekeeping ang, ang Egypt during that time, 
So, nagkaroon pa sila ng mga, ang tawag doon yung pumupunta ng refugees. Isa yun sa pinakamasakit na katotohanan sa history ng Israel. Because they were freed from the slavery in Egypt. Pero alam niyo po, marami sa kanila, nung nasakap sila ng Babylon, bumalik rin lang sa Egypt. At masakit yun, di ba? Kasi akala mo malaya ka na, tapos bumalik ka lang ulit. Ang tagal niyong pinaglaban. You know, ang tagal nilang pinaglaban yung kingdom during that time. Just to, just to see, just to end up going back to where they came from. Doon pa lang message na, di ba? <laughs> History pa lang nila message na, di ba? Akala natin uh, okay na, tapos biglang bumalik ng Egypt. Akala natin masaya yung nangyari during that time. Pero nakakalungkot na bumalik. At alam nyo kasi, laging sinasabi rin sa kanila ni Lord during that time, when we read your Bible, ibabalik ko kayo, ibabalik ko kayo sa Egypt pag nagkulit kayo. At yun, nakakagulat. Isa sa mga dulong kwento when it comes to the history, written in the Bible, bumalik talaga sila sa Egypt. And, you know, the, Isla- the Israelites were liberated by Moses. We know the story of Exodus, the triumph. They walked and roamed around for 40 years looking for the promised land, Canaan. They were able to conquer it and they were able to establish a kingdom. They were victorious through many years. Kinatatakutan sila dahil kilala yung Diyos na meron sila. Alam nyo po yun, ang gandang tingnan. But we have to understand that uh, many parts in the Bible, especially in the Old Testament, were written during the time of exile. Ang tawag natin dito is exile. Ito, maraming exile na nangyari. Diba? Maraming exile na nangyari. Yung Assyrian exile, ito Babylonian exile, pero ito yung pinaka-extreme. Isa, isa na ito sa pinakadulo. The Book of Lamentations were written during this time. Jeremiah was written during this time. It's it's the history pagdating dito. And marami yung nasulat pagdating dito. Isaiah keeps talking about this. And alam nyo po yun, they were in exile. Nasa isa silang exile. Ang ginawa ng Babylon ay kinuha yung mapapakinabangan at hinayaang mamatay yung mga mga mahihina. Kinuha nila, sinamsam nila during that exile. Kinuha nila yung mga galing, yung malalakas. Tapos iniwan nila yung mga tao na wala nang pakinabang para sa kanila. But hindi nila yun iniwan ng prosperous. Sinunog nila yung buong city. The city of Jerusalem. Sinunog nila yung temple, sinunog nila yung places of worship, sinunog nila yung palace. Siniguro nilang hindi na makakaahon yung Israel during that time, yung Judah during that time. At alam nyo po yun, bali yung mga naiwan, wala silang makakain, and eventually, you know it, they will die. Some flew as a refugee to other countries, pero mahirap talaga yung kalagayan nila. Wala silang bahay, wala silang matutuluyan. Inalis yung tahanan sa kanila. At yung mga pinakamagagaling pa, kinuha para pakinabangan at maglingkod sa kaharian nila. That's the Babylonian exile. Ang hirap po, di ba? May kita natin kung gano'ng kahirap yung naranasan ng Israel during this time when we look at the songs that they created during this time. We can find some in Psalms. We can find some in Lamentations. 
And may kita natin sobrang hirap ng pinagdaanan niya. Isa to sa pinakamalaking iyak ng Israel yung pagkakataon na yun. And they were asking, Lord, bakit mo kami iniwan? Lord, um, bakit kailangan namin maglingkod sa ibang hari? At madadaman natin yung sakit na yun na wala na silang mapuntahan and that led us into a new series <laughs> and that led us into discovering a new series for this coming weeks and it is called Far From Home. It's Far From Home. They were far from home. And I I think this topic is indeed uh, needed. Mahalaga to sa atin. Kasi actually the home is more than yung bahay kung nasaan tayo. Probably we find home as something na ito yung pinakakomportabling lugar kung nasaan tayo. And feeling ko right now, right here in our pandemic is that we are finding everyone. We are all far from home. We are all far from how life used to be. From how we do life before. Diba? Nasunog yung temple nila. Nasunog yung mga bahay nila. Nasunog yung center courts nila. Everything. The normal life was removed and was taken away from them. It's taken away from them. So, alam nyo yun, they are far from discomfort. They are far... From this comfort, they far they are far from convenience. They are far from the feeling of home. Kasi yung natira na nga lang sa kanila, pinaglingkod pa sa kaharian. Who are this? May kaila tayong sikat dito, di ba? Si Daniel, yan, si Shadrach, si Mesach at si Abednego. And ito yung mga mauhusay sa kanila. Ito yung mga mauhusay sa kanila. At kinuha yun, pinilit silang mabuhay pinalakas sila para maglingkod sa kaharian na hindi sa kanila. And how painful can that be? At alam niyo po, sino ngayon yung nahihirapan na? Siguro magandang magsimula tayo dito para maramdaman natin yung nararamdaman ng mga Israelita ng panahon na. Sino yung nahihirapan na sa exile natin ngayon? <laughs> diba? It seems like we are in exile. Pero sila during that time, inalis talaga yung mga tahanan nila. Diba? Tayo parang mababaliw lang kasi wala. Hindi tayo makalabas. Hindi tayo makapag-makdo. Hindi tayo makapagkwentuhan dito, makapagkwentuhan doon. Hindi tayo makapag-church. Church is our home, amen? And we feel far from home. We feel far from church. We feel far from the normal life that we had before. N.T. Wright, a New Testament scholar, is um, sinabi niya ito. Actually, siya yung unang-una nag-describe that the pandemic brought us into an exile. And following that, that, that thought is, oo nga, inalis na tayo sa katotohanan ng buhay. Inalis na tayo sa comfort ng buhay natin natin. And right now, we are all in an exile. We are all far from home. Amen? This could be our situation today, not so in our literal homes. But today, we are limited. We are crippled. At hindi man siguro imperyo yung sumakop sa atin, pero sinakop tayo ng takot. Sinakop tayo ng, ng sakit. Sinakop tayo ng pagdadalawang isip ng trust issues sa mga panahong to. Sinakop tayo ng pagdadalawang isip at kumpiyansa sa gobyerno. Sinakop tayo ng kung ano-ano pang mga bagay sa, 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 na nangyayari sa paligid natin. Sinakop tayo ng lungkot. Sinakop tayo ng pag-iisa. Sinahop tayo ng adjustments. 
And we are all uncomfortable. Ang galing kasi, hindi natin iisipin that the expense will get into this much, di ba? National, di ba? Lahat tayo, talagang in-excel yung buong nation natin. And not just our nation, but the greater part of the world. And alam niyo po yun, now under exile, actually a problem rose. And for, for the following weeks, we will talk about how they feel, the Israelites felt during this time. How, how are they during their exile? And we can pattern our lives towards it. And titingnan po natin in Jeremiah chapter 20. Nagkaroon kasi ng problema eh. In Jeremiah chapter 29, there was a problem. In Jeremiah chapter 28, few, uh, a chapter before this, in verse 23, it's not here, sorry, I failed to copy it in the PowerPoint. But may, nag, may nag-arise na isang prophet. Ang name niya ay si Hananiah. Now, si Hananiah, conditional pala kung prophet sa o hindi. But Hananiah, you know, ang sabi sa kanya, ang sabi ni Hananiah is that after two years, lalaya tayo. Yun. Yehe. Lalaya tayo. Diba ang saya ng balita ni Hananiah? Ang sabi ni Hananiah is that after two years, yuyuko ang hari at papalayain niya ang buong Israel. Pero nakakagulat that in the same chapter, in chapter 28, in verse 15, pinasaringan to ni Jeremiah. Ang sabi ni Jeremiah, kasi nung alingan, sabi niya, hindi dalawang taon. Hindi dalawang taon nalalaya tayo. Alam niyo kung ilan ang sinabi ni Jeremiah? Hula. Hula tayo. Ilang beses tayo ng hula sa pandemic? Wala eh, isang buwan lang yan. Ganyan, di ba? <laughs> At nakakatawa kung iisipin natin kasi parang hindi natin inimagine na halos magkakalahating taon na tayo sa ganitong sitwasyon. There is no church for more than five months. Walang klase in five months. Akala mo habang buhay na mga bully sa school, di ba? Wala ka nang magagawa sa ganong sistema. Akala natin habang buhay na tayo mag-e-exam ng, ng ganito, ganyan, madali ng komopya. Ngayon, Google na. Diba? But we have to understand that ang sabi ni Hananiah, tapos yung exile in two years. But you know the claim of Jeremiah? Sabi niya, no, it's not two years, Hananiah. Ang sabi ng Diyos ay 70 years. Ha? Huh? 70 years. I-imagine natin yung prophets during that time. Dito si Hananiah, at ako si Jeremiah. At may Jeremiah. Okay? Dito si Hananiah at dito si Jeremiah. Ngayon, sabi ni Hananiah, dalawang taon, lalaya kayo. Ang sabi ni Jeremiah, hindi. Ang sabi ng Diyos, pitumpong taon. Okay. At dahil napangalan yung libro kay Jeremiah, siguro may clue na kayo kung sino ang totoo sa dalawa. Tama. And it is indeed true that the claim of Jeremiah during that time is the truth of God's word for the Israelites. But many people believe that it will only be two years. And we have to check, diba? Kasi sometimes our hope, our hope, sometimes the things that we try to believe in are the things that are actually easier, the things that is more convenient and more comfortable, but it's not the truth. At kahit piliin mo pa sa, hindi mangyayari yung dalawang taon. 
But many of us choose to listen where? In places that are comfortable. In places that is more good, that is better. Alam niyo po, masarap makinig sa magandang balita. Sa balita magsasabi sa yung magiging okay din. Masarap sa pakiramdam. Pero masakit malamang hindi yun yung katotohanan. <laughs> Ang sarap sabihin pasado ka, pero totoo, bagsak, di ba? Ang sarap sabihin um, okay yung sitwasyon, pero hindi. Ang sarap sabihin two years lang, trip maniniwala ako kasi talagang laban silang dalawa eh. Di ba? So tayo bilang kristyano, mamimili talaga tayo, two or seventy. At ang mga malalakas, ang pananampalataya, pipiliin ang two. <laughs> Amen? Opo. Ganun tayo minsan. Oh, that we are attracted into good news, but it's not the truth. That we are attracted into comfortable words, but we have to understand that the truth will always be the truth and it cannot be changed. Amen? Whatever we'd like to believe, remember this, it won't affect the truth. Amen? It's good to listen to good news, but it harms us when it is not the truth. Sometimes we feel bad about what we hear. Masama yung loob natin sa naririnig natin. Pero kung totoo yun, yun yung dapat nating tayuan. Amen? You know, three things can happen into that. Uh, three things that it reminds us is we shall not take feel-good things as God's will right away. Amen? Hindi basta yung magandang bagay, God's will na agad. Ayoko sa simbahan na yan kasi yung sinasabi dyan, puro pagpapahira. Puro sakripiso. Puro pagbibigay. Wala man lang word ng blessing. Walang healing. Diba? Puro sinasabi dyan, challenge ng ganito, challenge ng ganyan. Oo. Hindi yan yung totoo. Dito sa ibang church, dito sa church na nakita ko, no, no, I'm not, I'm not referring into other churches, hindi po to, um, pero I'm just telling here that sometimes we are really attracted into comfortable things. Dito sa nakita ko, sa bagong nagsasabi sa akin ito, Ang lagi niyang sinasabi, yayaman ako. Nangangako siya sa akin na pag sinubukan ko si Lord limang taon, gagaling ako. Sigurado yung future ko. Ang sabi ng Jeremiah 29.11, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm, plans to give you hope and a future. Sigurado. Power. Diba? But during this time, it is not the case. Gusto ko dito kasi maganda yung mga sinasabi, puro pagyaman, comfort, kasaganaan. Ayoko dyan kasi yung mga tao dyan, ang daming babala, ang daming masasakit na sinasabi, ang daming hindi katanggap-tanggap at saka hindi komportable yung katotohanan. But we have to understand that una, hindi magandang bagay, God's will na. Pangalawa, hindi natin kayang piliin yung katotohanan. Hindi natin kayang piliin yung katotohanan na si Lord yung nagsasabi. At pangatlo, sinasabi niya sa atin, that choose out of God's will. 
and not on our comfort. Amen? That we really have to discern what is God's word. Alam niyo po si Lord, we shall not expect a linear expectation to the Lord. Na parang, if God is good, therefore, what I will see is all good. Okay, for example, let's take Kesha for example. Okay. Okay. Let's take Kesha for example. Okay, si Kesha, mabait siya. Minsan. Mabait siya minsan. Okay. Mabait siya, mapagbigay siya, maganda yung mga sinasabi niya. Pero we also have to take it na minsan si Kesha nagagalit. Minsan nagugutom siya. Minsan nagtatampo siya, minsan napapasigaw siya. Diba? But we have to understand that collecting all of it, that seeing Kesha on that side na nagalit siya, hindi natin pwede sabihin masama sa agad. Ang sama niyang tao. Ang pangit ng mga sinasabi niya. Ang sinasabi niya, may, may hihirapan tayo, masama siya. We have to understand right now na hindi rin dapat ganun yung expectation natin kay Lord. Anong sinabi niyang mabuti siya? Hindi siya magagalit. Hindi siya maghahangad ng hustisya para sa dapat. At sa dapat natin pagkatutunan. Because sometimes hindi natin napaparalel yung pag-iisip na yun. At ang katotohanan ay hindi dapat talaga. Nang ibig sabihin ng mabuti si Lord ay magiging gentle siya forever. In all of his ways, he will be gentle. No. Sometimes God appears to be harmful. Sometimes God is dangerous. Sometimes God is something, someone na we have to fear of. We have to be afraid of. Because God, in His mercy, is also a God of justice. And we have to understand that hindi linear yung expectation. Hindi dare-diretsong puro kabaitan, puro kabutihan yung nakikita natin. You know, God's message here is very clear. Parang ganito yung tanong, would it also mean na pag sinabing mabuti si Lord, maganda lang dapat yung sinasabi niya? At yung gusto lang lagi natin ang ibibigay niya? Of course not. You know, the message of God in this phrase, in this passage that we read, was 70 years. Mga anak, 70 years. Tinawag niya sa Jeremiah para sabihin sa lahat ng mga tao na hindi totoong propeta si Hananaya. Hindi sa totoong propeta. Nagsisinungaling siya, huwag kayong umasa na dalawang taon lang. 70 years yung assigned exile ko para sa inyo. The Babylon will take over Israel for 70 years. Mahirap, di ba? I'm not saying that the pandemic will last for 70 years, ha? Baka pukukunin natin ito ng ganito. Ang sinasabi ko lang, in Jesus' name, di ba? Talagang kung... Alam niyo, ang ganda nga nang sabi ni Jeremiah na narinig niya. Sabi niya, totoo ba yan, Hananaya, two years? Sabi niya, sana... Totoo. Sabi niya, sana nga, totoo. Yun talaga yung sinabi niya. Sabi niya, might it happen? But in his heart, he already knew it's 70 years. Kahit ako, gusto ko ng two years. Pero hindi yun yung totoo. Alam niyo po, at ito yung masakit sa sinabi ni Lord. Okay. In verse 45, to 
Ito yung unang sinabi niya. Hindi niya muna sinabi na 70 years. Nang malinaw in this part of the passage. But it says here in verse 4, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Sabi niya, oh, ito na yung mensahe ko para sa mga na-exile. Na sa mga exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Tignan niya yung sabi ni Lord ha, in verse 5. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Kala natin, simple lang na nag-uutos si Lord dito, di ba? Ganda naman ang utos ni Lord. Yeah. Oo nga naman, magandang mag-build. Magandang mag-settle. Magandang magtanim. But it's another story kapag ang sinabi ni Lord, sige lang, tumira ka ng matagal sa bahay ng kaaway mo. Magtanim ka at maglingkod ka sa bahay mo. Tabihan mo yung mga bahay ng mga kontrabida sa buhay mo. Diba? It's another story. We are now seeing the truth beneath these verses. And in verse 6, sabi niya, Mary and had have sons and daughters. Lord, two years, tapos sa two years, magpapakasal na, tsaka magkakaroon ng anak. Sabi niya, Lord, parang tatagal ba to? Diba? At ang sabi niya dito, find wives for your sons. Pati yung mga anak ko, Lord, makakapag-asawa na. Lord, parang hindi two years nga. Diba? Sabi niya dyan, and give your daughters in marriage so that they too have sons and daughters. Apo ng apo. At sabi niya, increase in number there. Do not decrease. Increase in number. So Lord, we're counting generations here. At ang sabi niya doon, also seek the peace and prosperity of the city. Ha? Ibang usapan na talaga. Ask. Sabi niya, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Sabi niya, mamayapa kayo dyan, hanapin niyo yung kapayapaan dyan, at ano? Tumulong kayo sa pagunlad niyan. Pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Lord, sinunog nila lahat sa bahay namin. Walang tinira. Ang daming pinatay. But you know, ang sinabi ni Lord Zion is build, build, build. Ay, iba ba yun? <laughs> sabi ni Lord Zion is build, settle. Sabi niya, settle, plant, eat, eat well, have peace there, prosper there, increase in your exile. Oo, si Hananaya na lang yung Lord namin. Siyang totoong propeta, di ba? Parang kung ako yun, paglaban mo naman yung sinabi mo. Kaninong Diyos mo ba yan narinig? May laban ba yung Diyos na yun sa Diyos na to? Di ba? Parang sarap tanunin. But you know, we have to understand that the situation here is this. What if God's message that there is actually a third option that God places? Number one, siguro ang choices nilang ng mga Israelites during this time, Anong una nilang choice? The first choice would be to resist. The second choice would be to submit. But you know, there was a third choice. And that is to follow God. And that is to obey God. Hindi ako magsasubmit sa inyo, susunod ako kay Lord. At dahil sinabi ni Lord na magsubmit ako, magsasubmit ako. Pero hindi ako nagsasubmit sa inyo. 
Kay Lord ako nag-submit nun. Are we getting the point? There is actually a third choice and that is to obey and to follow Christ. During this time. You know God's message here. is asking us, what if my message would be different from how you are expecting it? From how you are defining your faith? Paano kung iba yung sinasabi ko sa kung paano mo itinindig yung pananampalataya mo? Paano kung iba yung sinasabi mo sa sinasabi ko? Paano kung iba yung gusto mo sa gusto ko? What if there is another choice that you have to make? What if God is saying in our situation that the recoveries will not be too fast? What if I am not promising a two-year recovery but a 70-year recovery? Would you still follow me into that path? I would like you to produce. But you know, a good thing when it comes to this story is what? May exact na commandment si Lord. Ang sabi niya doon is, You prosper there. You make peace there. You settle and build there. Paano ang sinasabi ni Lord sa atin ngayon ay sa kabila ng exile na nanaranasan natin, I won't like you to focus on time, but I would like you to focus on your growth. I would like you to build right there in your exile. I would like you to grow and to prosper right there in your exile. Hindi mo gusto yung lugar kung nasaan ka, pero hindi yun yung tanong ko. Yung tanong ko ay susunod ka ba sa akin kahit nasaan ka? Amen? Because sometimes we keep on waiting till the time ends. At doon tayo, gusto ko dito sa lugar na to, gusto ko dito. Pero we have to understand that right here, right now, there is prosperity and there is peace. There is growth. We can settle. Amen? Paano ang sinasabi ni Lord sa atin ngayon? Ay lumago. Na wala akong, wala, walang rason. Mga anak, sabi niya sa mga, sa mga Israelita, mga anak, in-excel ko kayo, nandyan kayo, pero hindi ibig sabihin yan, ay habang buhay kayong lugmok, habang buhay kayong maghihintay, habang buhay kayong mahihirapan dyan, may prosperity dyan, may pag-unlad sa lugar na yan, may saya, may pag-ibig, may pag-aasawa sa lugar na yan. Amen? May pagtatanim, may pamumunga sa lugar na yan. And sometimes we are just here far from home. We are far from home. Amen? We are all far from home now. And the question is, are we growing? Are we choosing to prosper here? Are we settling right now? Do we try to thrive over the situation or are we a victim of the exile still? You know, the following verses says, the favorite of everyone, our favorite verse, ang sabi niya for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope, and a future. Ganda po ng verse, di ba? Pero alam niyo po, 
minsan tinitingnan natin to ng bro, maganda ang plano ni Lord sa buhay mo. Bro, aasenso ka. Bro, magiging okay din yung lahat ng sitwasyon. But we have to know the backstory of this. And the backstory of this is sinabi to ni Lord para i-assure sa kanila na yung 70 years, totoo yun. You will wait for 70 years. Huwag kang mag-alala, alam ko yung plano ko, 70 years ka dyan. And sometimes we are taking this verse, di ba? Nang parang, wow, progressive. Ang daming pangarap ni Lord sa buhay ko. Ang daming plano ni Lord sa buhay ko. But little did we know, little did we know that it was stated where? During a time of God challenging the people to to endure, to stay in exile, to settle and grow from an exile. What if God would like us to grow here? What if God would like us to settle here right now and to grow from this situation? Amen. Sabi niya dyan, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. It seems to be harmful, God, that we will be staying in the exile for 70 years. But you know, we have to keep believing that the promises of the Lord is true. And He is faithful to what He is saying, that it will not harm me. 70 years will not be harmful. 70 years of waiting is a year of prosperity. 70 years in the field of uncomfort, discomfort, inconvenience is a year of prosperity. Those years are made for me to grow, to settle, to learn. Now, while we are far from home, while we are far from our normal, we have to understand that this can be God's challenge to us. He's not giving us an any assurance. The government can't give us an assurance. Lumabas yung vaccine ng rasa, hindi lumipas yung tatlong araw, sinasabi na hindi reliable yung rasa. Lumabas yung maraming findings sa ganito, ganyan, but they are promising us for it to be distributed when? Mid of 2021. Anong susunod na naging problema? Hindi nila alam kung paano i-distribute at wala nang, wala nang pera yung gobyerno. Wala na rin tayong pera lahat. And there is no assurance about everything, but we can stand on God's word today that we can grow from exile. We can grow far from home. We can continue living and we can settle. We can maintain. And this is a part of the prosperity plan that the Lord has for us. The way towards prosperity. That this thing that, that is going around our lives can actually be harmless because God's plan for us is not to be harmed. Amen? Ang sabi niya doon is plans to give you hope and a future. Plans to give you hope and a future. Lord, 70 years yun. And it seems not to be matched. Diba? Kahit saan natin tingnan, hindi magmamatch. But you know, God assures that there is something from your exile. There is something, there is growth far from home. 
God will come in His appointed time. Amen? God will do His promises. God assures that there is a plan, there is a hope. Okay lang po kayo ngayon? And the process and the waiting time meant no harm. God is saying to us, I know what I'm doing. Trust in my plans. Grow now. Settle now. Prosper now. You don't have to wait for two years, neither 70 years to grow. You don't need to return to Israel to grow. After Babylonian Empire, what happens next? It's the Roman Empire that came in. But God is giving us an assurance. He is there and nothing is wasted with Him. Surely God restores. Sabihin po natin sa katabi natin, bloom where you are planted. And we are planted here in this pandemic right now. At sabihin mo sa katabi mo, bloom. Mamukadkid ka. Gaganda ka. Mamumunga ka. Even if it is far from you. Amen? Sige po, let's close our eyes. Let us pray. God, we come to you. Lord, binabaliw kami ng sitwasyon. Nahirap tanggapin, Panginoon, na naubig sa ganito yung bansa namin. Na maraming nahihirapan ngayon. Nalimitado kami ngayon. Na wala kaming magawa sa sitwasyon. At kung sinasabi mo sa aming Panginoon ang at mamunga sa ganitong sitwasyon, magtitiwala kami na walang sayang ito. Marami sa amin na nadudurog sa lungkot, kinakain ng problema, ng paghihirap. Pero lumalapit kami sa inyo ngayon, Panginoon. Na naniniwala Naniniwalang walang talo sa inyo. Naniniwala, Panginoon, na kaya namin lumago. Kaya namin enjoyin itong oras na ito. Kaya namin mamungat, mamukat, mamukat ka. Kaya namin lumago. Kahit mahirap yung sitwasyon kung nasaan. Hindi man namin mapantayan ng paghihirap na pinakita niya sa mga Israel sa panahon. Siguro, Panginoon, maliit na bagay ito. Ikukumpara sa naranasan nila. Pero hayaan ni Lord na parehong Diyos yung sumalo sa amin. Inalisan kami ng tahanan. Inalisan kami ng buhay na normal. But today, God, we believe, Lord, that we can bloom wherever we are. 
nasa kalagitnaan ng kalungkutan, sa kalagitnaan ng hirap, sa kalagitnaan ng pagkakalayo, sa kalagitnaan ng kabah, ng takot. Ito rin yung pinaka-mainam na panahon, Panginoon, na sinasabi mo sa amin na manatili, manatili, lumaban, mamunga, gumawa, kumilos, magpadami, lumago. Sa oras na ito, Panginoon, naniniwala kami doon. Kaya't gagawin namin to Panginoon. Tulungan mo kami. Samahan mo kami. We don't know how many years, Lord, or how many months will still there be. We don't know the exact time. Two, seventy years, I don't know, God. We don't know. But today, we can choose, Lord, to grow. And that's the only decision that we can do for now. Because we believe, Lord, that the decision of our future is in your hands. Our hope is in you. Hindi namin kaya desisyonan yung susunod na panahon, kailan matatapos to, pero kaya namin magdesisyon ngayon, Panginoon, para lumago, para maging masaya, para lumawak, para lumalim, para mag-abot ng mas marami pang kaluluwa, para ipakilala ka sa mas marami pa, para maglingkod ng mas malalim at mas mas makahulugan. Nakakulong man yung isip namin ngayon, pero hayaan mong lumabu kami sa kulungan na to. We love you, Lord. We love you, Father. Kasama ng mga nahihirapan ngayon sa bansa namin, mga kapwa namin, Pilipino, Panginoon. Tulungan mo kaming lahat na mamunga kung nasaan ka. Samahan mo kami at bigyan mo kami ng pag-asa. Hindi man namin ito nakikita, patuloy kaming aasa. Matagal man, at parang wala kaming maaasahan sa mga tao sa paligid namin. Aasa kami sa inyo, Panginoon. You know, our plans for us, it is to prosper us. Not to harm us. In the face of 70 years exile, in the face of this pandemic, God, you never meant to harm us, God. We believe in you. We believe in you, Jesus. Help us in our unbelief. We would like to believe and to continue and grow. Thank you for the hope we have in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are empowered and encouraged to have passion for God and compassion for people.